Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of Heard Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it is a Tuesday live in about to get very wet and rainy Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. Jay Mack and I are in today, then off for a couple, then back Friday. We are making the most of today's show. Wherever you are, many of you have had trouble getting to your destination or getting home. Sympathy, I dealt with a little bit. Mine, not nearly as bad, I presume, as many of your situations. So, J-Mac, it's good to be back. Uh, I think it's today, I, the day, hour two, I wear a hat backwards. Let's turn his oh, mic course. on. Not ready for action, I think. The Yes, today is the hat backwards day due to the Miami Dolphins' defeat against the Packers. So sorry about that, Colin. Uh, wrote me into a bet. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Chargers won. They do remind me of the Dallas Cowboys. They will be a wild card team in their respective conference. And I do not believe the Dallas Cowboys or the Chargers are buttoned up enough to win three straight road games and get to the Super Bowl. They have the talent. Dallas, I have questions about the head coach and quarterback. Maybe they need one more weapon. Chargers, they don't put teams away. Do they have the right coach? I don't want to hear about injuries. Hell, everybody's injured. Philadelphia's injured. San Francisco, Baltimore, everybody's injured. Stop whining about injuries. 11 of the 16 Charger games have been decided by a score. That's it. And last night leaves me unsatisfying. 20 to 3. 20 points against that Colts team with three turnovers. That team's awful. That team is awful. And the Chargers aren't. They're really, really good. Well, the injuries. The last three weeks, they've had both of their star receivers. They've had Austin Eckler, who's unbelievable. They have had Justin Herbert slinging it all over the field. And you know what they've averaged offensively last three weeks? 20 points. They're 1-4 against playoff teams. But they won last night. Yeah, the dumb fan always thinks winning solves everything and losing is the end of the world. The opposite is true. You have to be a critical thinker at some point in an organization and say, why aren't we scoring more? 
Yes, Brandon Staley got the Chargers into the playoffs. That's a bare minimum. And the good news is his defense after two years finally playing better, and Joey Bosa may return to practice this week. But they doubled the Colts in first downs. The Colts had three turnovers. They tripled them in yards per pass. They dominated time of possession. And at the end, it was Chargers 20, Colts 3. Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, wouldn't that have been 30-3? to I know, I'm nitpicking. That's what you have to do as a good organization. You have to be able to look at wins. Doesn't Sean Payton always say that on this show? The best time to coach is a win that should have been far greater. I don't doubt the Chargers' ability to beat a Jacksonville or a Tennessee, um, uh, a Miami in the playoffs. Uh, They can win a lot of games, right? But here's my thing. Of all the other great young quarterbacks in their prime, Mahomes... I trust Andy Reid and the weapons and the GM. Uh, Burrow, he got great weapons. They just keep adding to him. uh, Josh Allen, he inherited a great defense. Justin Herbert, first coach, fired. Second coach, defensive coach. And it's just now at the end of year two, it does look like the defense is finally playing. It was awful last year and mostly awful this year. It's finally getting to the level a defensive coach that has great talent should do. So I just always feel like with the Chargers, they leave points on the table. It's unsatisfying. This Colts team is an absolute mess. It's run by the owner now. They got rid of a really good coach. He'll be the first guy to get a job, I imagine. They, just like the Cowboys, don't quite feel buttoned up. I know Dallas is talented. I know the Chargers are talented. And I know they've dealt with a lot of injuries. But the last three weeks, that offense, all the stars are back, right? Except their left tackle. Guess what? Now the Eagles are without their Hall of Fame right tackle. It's pro football. It's 300-pound guys tackling each other. you got to fight through the injuries. Now the good news is Herbert's healthy. Eckler's healthy. Keenan Allen's healthy. Bosa's coming back, and they got into the playoffs. So there are positive vibes here. But the standard for Burrow, Mahomes, Allen is way greater than, hey, they got into the playoffs. I think the Chargers have let Justin Herbert down to this point. Blame who you want. I don't care. Here was the coach after. We've got the makeup. Um to withstand the type of season that we've had. You know, and I think that uh, we would not be here today if it weren't for the toughness of our football team, the makeup of our football team. And I think for far too long, um, people have talked about the talent of this football team and the organization. And um, that's ultimately not what gets you where you want to go. You have to prove your toughness. And that's what we've proven so far this year. I know you're saying, Colin, it's the holidays, it's negative. But with all that talent and Justin Herbert setting NFL records for two years, do you realize last night, finally, he has a winning record in the league? Finally? I don't think I'm being harsh. I think the standard for Burrow and Allen and Mahomes, and I think Herbert's in that class, maybe I'm overvaluing his talent. But everybody I trust in the league, I trust my eyes, I trust smart people, I trust executives. 
He's finally over 500. It just feels like it should have happened a lot earlier. And deep down, I have caution going into these playoffs with these Chargers. Okay. So uh, it broke yesterday. I was in an airport uh, uh, that Nathaniel Hackett had been fired. And so here's the obvious stuff. You know, sometimes guys just aren't ready. He's probably an offensive coordinator or a a play caller. Uh, He probably didn't have nearly as much experience in Green Bay as we thought, and so now he's out of work. We wish him the best. There are a lot of people insinuating that Sean Payton, the best coach available, would be interested. I know Sean a little. Um, Here are the four things. I don't want to speak for Sean Payton, but here are the four things to consider for whatever coach is hired. Number one, ownership. You can't overcome a lousy owner. What do we know about the Walmart group? They don't have any history in the NFL. When they held a press conference, three different people spoke. Well, what does that mean? Which one's the boss? What if one of those doesn't like the other one? What if you have infighting with the owners? You've got different people standing up and talking. Which one is your boss? That's uncertainty. There's no history here. That's not a turn-on. I can tell you that. Number two is, who's your quarterback? You know I like Russell Wilson. I defend Russell Wilson. Is he washed? Sometimes cringy? Does he get along with teammates? Nobody really knows. But the Broncos are stuck with his contract. So I don't know what you do with Russell Wilson, but you're stuck with him. It's not ideal. His salary cap hit is egregious. Number three, the general manager. That would be Sean Payton's boss. He doesn't know him. His best friend in the world is Mickey Loomis, his former Saints GM. (laughs) Golfing buddies, vacation buddies. He told me they've never had a single argument during a draft or a game. He doesn't know George Payton. By the way, the Walmart group, potentially very capable, certainly very rich. We don't know. So I don't know about the ownership group. I don't know about my quarterback, and I don't know about my GM. If he has another bad year, the new owners may just get rid of them. And number four, cap space, draft capital. We'll conjoin those two. Not good. (laughs) Not good. So remember, anybody in the world, man or woman, who is really talented, has a great resume, will have options as they sit and wait for things to open. What they will not like, man or woman, is uncertainty. The owners don't really know him. The GM, owners didn't hire him, don't really know him. The quarterback, is he washed or is it the coaching? I'm not really sure. Draft capital, draft picks, not great. I don't think this is the job people in that area, believe it is. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The GM thing, you got to work with them hand in hand. That's really the key in this whole thing. If you're a coach, you may have a little bit of a zany owner, but if you have a great GM and that owner has hired that GM, that feels pretty good. This group didn't hire this GM. Also, not that it's a huge deal, but do you want to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year? Sean Payton, most coaches are competitive. Players are competitive. But there's other quarterbacks I'd rather face two times a year. Uh, Mahomes is not one of them. And an emerging Justin Herbert. 
So that's where we stand on a Tuesday. I do believe Frank Reich is the person I would hire. I do not think you can go with a young coach. Sometimes another organization's mistake is your benefit. I think the Colts made a mistake firing Frank Reich. I would hire him, veteran coach, try to figure out Russell Wilson. If it doesn't work, you may have to eat a lot of dead cap money. But for those speculating that, it seems highly unlikely Nobody in this era, ultra competitive, wants to eat a hundred plus million of dead cap money. That just makes no sense. I believe the Broncos have to take some of their defensive pieces, they're loaded, move those for draft capital or players, fix the offensive line, and try to become the Tennessee Titans. Find a smart coach, have a great defense, dominating O front and a, a run game, so you don't have to be great at quarterback. And you can still win a bunch of games in this league. There's a lot of bad coaches and a lot of bad quarterbacks and a lot of bad organizations. You got a defense, a smart coach, good O-line, good run game. Tennessee was the number one seed in the NFL last year in the AFC. You can do that. But, but the Sean Payton stuff, I don't, I'm not speaking for Sean, but uncertainty for talented people on the beach waiting for openings is the killer for a job. And there's just way too much of it with the Broncos. Um, we got a lot of stuff today. It's good to have J-Mac in. I got Nick Wright and the herd hierarchy in 50 minutes. It is, how about Green Bay? <laughs> I thought I was going to bring you a Packers take, but it sounds like you're ready for it. You know Green Bay's path to the playoffs is very easy, Colin. Well. And if they get the seventh seed and they go to San Francisco in the first round. Woo, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> Oh, that's a playoff game right there. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
By the way, sometimes uh, we talk and things happen quickly. What did I say? The ownership situation with the Denver Broncos is got candidates with a lot of options concerned. Jason McIntyre, what <laughs> happened uh, five yeah. minutes ago? So according to NFL Network, Broncos owner and CEO Greg Penner says the next head coach will report to him, not the GM. You think that's attractive to Sean Payton? You think that's attractive to Sean Payton? Broncos fans are delusional. They're not getting Sean Payton. Okay. Do you, all, you guys think Sean Payton's attracted by that? That is exactly what I just talked about. Is that another Jim Irsay situation, Bruce? I, I don't know. Jim, Jim Irsay's pulling the strings in Indy. Sean Payton and the Benson family, tight. Sean Payton, Mickey Loomis, tight. Now, the, you got to report to the owner, the GM, you got to coach. I swear to God, this is just what I talked about. Look at this mess. No thanks. All right, so uh, there, the NFL is three seasons. The regular season before Thanksgiving, the regular season after Thanksgiving, and the playoffs. Congratulations to the Eagles for winning September, October, and early November. They were 8-0. But their injury report now is a mess. The quarterback is hurt. Their top slot corner is hurt. Lane Johnson, who will be a first ballot tackle, right tackle, he is hurt. Philadelphia was 8-0 to start the season. But Cincinnati and San Francisco are the best teams in the league post-Thanksgiving regular season. Cincinnati's got a seven-game winning streak. The Niners have an eight-game winning streak. And there's been 14 turnovers post-Thanksgiving for the Eagles in just seven games. They rarely turned it over when the weather was good. The wheels are not coming off. I'm not saying that, but you can see rust on the undercarriage of this car. Philadelphia, in my opinion, needs to get home field advantage in these playoffs. Why? Jalen Hurts has never won a playoff game. Nick Sirianni's never coached a winning playoff game. This is all new territory. Uh, this is a reminder that being great early, people freak out. There's a stat in this league that is unbelievable that the final undefeated team in the National Football League, and that was the Eagles this year, right? They were the last team to lose a game. The final undefeated team in the NFL, it means nothing. You have to go back to 2006, 16 years, where that team won a Super Bowl. September and October don't mean nearly as much as you think. In fact, in many years, the team that was the last to lose a game loses their first playoff game. Expectations get high. Reality sets in. They have to deal with a crisis. They're not used to it. That's I've always said this. Undefeated going in to March Madness, I'd rather have an L. I don't want that pressure. Give me a regular season L. I'd rather be 32-1 and than 33-0. and It's always that little more pressure, first couple of games than you need. Nick Sariani talked about his team now dealing, battling with some injuries and other things. One of the earliest talks that we have – in training camp is how are we going to adversity is coming. I don't know when it is. I don't know in what direction it will come. It could be in your personal life. It can be in your football life. It could be anything. Um, how are we going to handle that? And um, you know, that's something that you just know about life, right? And and football is no different. Um, and so again, when you have to go through those things in life and when you have to go through those things in football, when you have the leaders that we have, it's, it's, it, it makes those roads a little bit easier to navigate. 
So uh, we'll wait and see. I think Philadelphia is still in the Super Bowl bubble, a very good team. They will get reportedly Lane Johnson back for the playoffs. They have no chance to win a Super Bowl without Lane Johnson. The record for the Eagles in the last several years without Lane Johnson, he is the best right tackle in football. Uh, Tristan Wirfs is probably second for Tampa. But they just don't win when he's not playing. Not much. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Media has often seen itself. I've often compared it to the IRS. We're not built to be liked. We audit. Sometimes we give you a check. Sometimes we ask for more. So the media is not built to be liked. We shouldn't be. That's not our job. Sometimes we have to ask tough questions. I like that part of the media. The part I don't is the constant hall monitoring of the media. They have all the answers. Listen to us. No, we don't. No, we don't. We have very little expertise. We're good talkers. Some people in TV, they look the part. They're verbal. They're clever. They're glib. The bottom line is too often the media tries to be a hall monitor and comes off as naive. The Tua situation in Miami is very, very interesting. The media is really bothered by the Dolphins playing him the rest of the way. You do realize the next three games, people will make a decision on his career and nobody wants to play more than Tua. Now, caution, err on the side of caution with concussions. I would sit Tua. 
I wouldn't have a problem sitting in for the rest of the year. But I'm in media. My career's not on the line. Tua's a really smart kid. He now doesn't appear to be very good in big spots. And he knows it. His momentum is done. And now, if you sit him for the year, he's now not available regularly. Those two boxes means they're moving on. The Dolphins have already tried to move on twice. They got a tampering charge trying to get Tom Brady. Tom Brady, I will tell you, and I've been told this, is not retiring. Miami and the Niners are both very interesting to Tom Brady. So just know, as the media mocks and criticizes the Miami Dolphins' decision, that nobody is fighting harder to play than Tua. I've said this about Tua. He's a great kid. I've also said I don't think he'll be in the NFL in four years. Sometimes guys are just not built for this league. But he's smart enough to know if you look at his last month, if it becomes unavailable too, that could be it. He wants to play. I get it. And he's going to fight to play. He's a fighter. So that's the situation. By the way, the playoff picture today, Miami is in. Uh, I like Miami still. I could not believe the outcome when I watched it against Green Bay. I felt bad for Tua. That's as bad as you can play the position. Summer speculation, uh, speculating there was a concussion. He didn't wobble, but the passes were bad. Um, you know, I, I do hope the Dolphins hang on. I do hope the story turns out for the best. And I do think err on the side of caution with Tua. I wouldn't play him this week. Again, I'm the media, easy for me to say, and I do think there'll be a chorus of people saying, shut him down for the year, but I'm here to tell you, Tua's going to fight. It's his career. Dolphins already tried to make a move on Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. They're going to make a move on Derek Carr if, if there's an inavailability at quarterback to play. So just know that. This young man's career, he's sitting there looking, he is going to fight like, Cats and dogs to get on the field. I would sit him, but I understand. Mike McDaniel talks about it, his head coach. I just want guys to, um, to, to really be done right by, by uh, you know, the information we have, the science, all the medical, um, really all the medical expertise that we rely on. Um, you know, I, I care very deeply about, each and every player, um, I take that serious. So, um, you know, I just, I just want him uh, to get healthy and have peace of mind in that regard. And it's about uh, the human being and um, making sure he's uh, squared away. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, I think, absolutely deeply cares about his players and Tua. And I think Tua worries about his health. But this situation is not as easy as people are framing it. Tua's sitting there thinking, man, I'm not playing well. I just had a stinker. I worry about my body. We should err on the side of caution. I would, but I think it's a tougher situation that sometimes we simplify stuff sometimes, and it's not easy. Colin, did you see that Tua has won four straight against the Patriots and Bill Belichick? Oh, he's been great. Of course he wants but on the But you see on that screen what that number is after the Patriots. Yeah. So the Dolphins have done well against the Patriots do you with think Tua. Do you think- what do you think the market is telling you there? That Tua's not playing. Yeah. Well, I get it, though. If he's in concussion protocol with his history, 
I would sit him. If it hits three, you can assume that somebody knows something. Yeah, and yeah. that two is definitely. Would not you playing. play? I wouldn't. With his background, I wouldn't play him. I, I definitely would not. But I, I'm not in the room. I don't know if he's passing concussion tests. Right. Right. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he's going to New England and beating Bill Belichick this yeah. weekend. One more herd. The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Here we go. It's the herd <laughs> hierarchy. Top ten teams in the league. Herd hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. The Number Pack- 10. The Packers. That's how I feel like I should talk with my hat on backwards. Uh, the Packers on a three-game winning streak. Third comeback win of 10-plus points. That's the best and the most in Aaron Rodgers' era. I've been critical of Matt LaFleur. I don't think he's incapable, but I'm not sure he's as good as the media makes him out to be. Well, Aaron and Matt LaFleur are 15-0 in November, so it counts. I do worry about the injury to Christian Watson. It's taken them a while to get Aaron and these young receivers conjoined. They have. I still wish they'd run the ball a little more with Aaron Jones consistently, but they make the top 10, Packers at 10. Number 9. The Chargers. They've won 4 of 5. Listen, their defense with a defensive head coach is finally playing well. Uh, they have had 13 sacks in the last three games, and here comes Bosa, who's supposed to return this week. All you have to do to Justin Herbert is play decent defense, and he wins. He's 18-4 and four when the Chargers hold opponents to fewer than 27 points. So when they play average defense, Justin Herbert wins. They did last night against an awful team, and he won again. Number eight. The Jaguars. Uh, I had them above the Lions last week, and people pushed back. I think it's a real football team. I think Trevor Lawrence is a star. He's the best quarterback in the NFL passer rating since week nine. Big, tall moves. He has the largest increase ever in passer rating one year to the second. Um, they're on a three-game winning streak. They don't know what they don't know. They're young. If they do make the playoffs, they're a one-and-done. But he has become, with Doug Peterson, the quarterback, I thought he would be Jags at eight. Number seven. Minnesota at seven. The ceiling's lower, but Kirk Cousins is 11-0 in one-score games. That is just insane. If Dan Marino was 11-0 in one-score games, that would be insane. He's playing with confidence. The last three weeks, leads the NFL in passer rating. They've got stars. they got a lot of things I like. A capable quarterback, an offensive coach, a star receiver. Um, You know, I think we all kind of realize this is not going to be a Super Bowl winning team, but they're fun. It's a great city that loves its football, and they got a heck of a team. Number six. The Eagles. Lane Johnson's not playing, so they're not a top five team if he's not playing. That's their reality. I don't care what they did. This is not a standings list. They are not a top five team without Lane Johnson, as the guy with the hat on backwards says. But their defense has six plus sacks, does Philadelphia, in four straight games. That is a lot of sacks. The D-line, really good. They can stay in games. Cross your fingers on Jalen Hurts coming back. Philadelphia at number six. Number five. Dallas Cowboys just beat him. Was a backup, but they're 7-2 and two since Dak returned. They've scored 25-plus in eight straight games. So we all thought they'd bring on OBJ. It hasn't hurt them. They're doing a good job offensively. Now, Dak has 11 picks since returning from injuries. That's the most by any quarterback since week seven. It is a little concerning. And in big spots, I don't trust Mike McCarthy. But we've got to be fair here. They remind me a lot of the Chargers. Great individual players, not quite buttoned up to be a Final Four team, But Dallas, they can pop you. 
They're a heavyweight with a punch. I don't know what their chin is, but they're a heavyweight with a punch. Number four. The Bills. Okay, we all like the Bills, except Nick Wright. Here's the thing about the Bills that worries me. 24 giveaways this year. Only the Colts have more. You're not beating Kansas City and Cincinnati if you're giving the ball away two and three times a game. Now, they're on a six-game winning streak. There's so much I like. I like the owners. I like the GM. I pretty much like the coach. I love the quarterback. Uh, Josh Allen, though, has had five multiple interception games this year. That is the most in the NFL. I think you can get away with that in the NFC. I do not think you can get away with that in the AFC. That's why I have Buffalo at four. Number three. The Niners. I have questions about Brock Purdy, too, but they have an eight-game winning streak. They have allowed 20 or fewer points in eight straight games. Don't listen to anybody. This is the most talented roster in the league. They have a pro bowler everywhere. Corner, safety, two-it linebacker, rush end. They're great. This team is loaded. And Brock Purdy, as I said a month ago, he's good enough to win multiple playoff games. Can he go to Philadelphia and win a playoff game? I'm not sure. But this team is absolutely stacked. I couldn't be happier for John Lynch, who I covered in Tampa, was a teammate of at Fox. Now he's the GM, and he has crushed it. This roster is fantastic. I have them at three. Number two. Kansas City beat them and beat them soundly in the Bay Area. Um, it's the best offense, the scariest offense. They have more touchdown passes, 37, than touchdown passes allowed, 31. And again, They've rebuilt the defense, O-line, rebuilding receivers. Now, they're not as electric as they were with Tyreek Hill. So I do not believe this team is the same kind of team that can trail 24-0 to a playoff-level team like Houston a few years ago and come back. But it's Mahomes, it's Andy Reid, Steve Spagnola dials up good playoff defenses, Kansas City at two. Number one. For the second straight week, I have Cincinnati at one. J-Mac was selling this stock like crazy (laughs) two months ago. And I said, they lost to Dallas. And I said, the second half of that Dallas game, that's who they are. The real key to Cincinnati isn't Jamar Chase. It's not Joe Mixon. It's Joe Burrow plus this. They're one of... Two teams that have the same starting offensive line in each of the first 15 games this season. So the key with Cincinnati now, Burrow's not getting hit. Burrow has a lot of time. They've got two running backs if one goes down. Multiple receivers if one goes down. This is how you build an NFL team. And we don't know if Zach Taylor's a great coach, but we have to be honest about this. You can't win as many big games and close games as Zach Taylor has done, he deserves credit too. He's from the McVeigh tree. For the record, Sean McVeigh's coach in Minnesota, 11 and 0 in one score games. Sean McVeigh tree coach in Cincinnati, been to a Super Bowl. So what is happening is Sean McVeigh is becoming the Andy Reid of this generation, where his assistants are sponges. They soak up his information. Brandon Staley's from his tree. He just made the playoffs. So there is my. Uh, there is my herd hierarchy. What do you make of it? No holes at all. This is probably your best effort of the season. I just can't get over the hat backwards. You look like you're about to talk to some teenagers about vaping. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, what are the, what, I'm sorry. I can't contain myself. That the internet's going to have some fun with this, Colin. I have a feeling. That was funny. Thank you. Kids, don't vape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say. I've always liked when my quarterbacks, and I'll just do this for a second, when my quarterbacks come to the podium on Wednesday 
and they have the team hat on and, the, and, and Century Bank behind them, and they address the media. I think this looks kind of like a college frat boy, which, by the way, when I clean my garage out <laughs> every year, and you got to go into the crevices and the corners, we all do it in the spring, I wear my hat backwards. Interesting. I don't love the look publicly, which is why I'm being shamed today. <laughs> no vaping. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Well, he's one of my favorite guys. He was drafted first round by the Jags in 2006. 17 years later, he's still playing. Jason Witten, Tony Gonzalez, and Mercedes Lewis. Those are the three longest-lasting tight ends of all time. And Mercedes has become the blocking phenom uh, for the Packers. I, th- I think it's so funny. Every time they do a Packer game, all these announcers are like, look at that block by Mercedes Lewis. God, I love his commitment to blocking. The other, I did see you make a catch recently, and I thought Mercedes is sitting there thinking, throw me the rock. I can catch too, right? <laughs> 100%. I, uh, I mean, as long as you've known me and, and we've had a relationship, it's, you know, I've always told you it's all about me maximizing my potential, whatever it is that I'm doing on the field. So, um, you know, trying to be the best tight end, best all-around tight end that I could be is what it's always been about for me. So good for I could you. do a little bit of both. There you go, my man. And you look fantastic. You're healthy, and you've only missed – let me look this up here. You've missed one game over the last six years. So usually at this time, Green Bay is a playoff team. We know where they're going to be at home. Okay, this year – no, you num, you know, young receivers, scrapping, injuries. Now you got to play your way in. Is there an argument that is now an underdog that's got to play your way in? It's kind of a different, cool feel for this team. It's kind of a nice little vibe for a change. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, the last few years, uh, you know, we've kind of gotten spoiled. Obviously, you know, we put the work in the last few years to be in that spot. But I think that, you know, in the position that we are now, I mean, our, our back is to the wall and, you know, there's no real expectations for us. And so, um, you know, we're on the path uh, to just getting better every day and wherever that lands us, we'll be fine with that. But, you know, just making sure we put our best product out there every time we step on the field is, is what it's been about and uh, taking it one day at a time. Okay, I'm going to level a criticism at Matt LaFleur, and you can push back. Is so yeah. It is hard when you have Aaron Rodgers or a Mahomes. It is very easy to forget about the run game. I get it. I totally get it. You got Joe Burrow slinging stuff out there. It's so easy to get an eight-yard completion. I do feel at times Matt gets away from Aaron uh, Jones and that I think this team is best served 55-45 running. You're the best run-blocking tight end, certainly in a class. I think Aaron Jones is unbelievable. Bakhtiari. Is it a fair criticism that sometimes you guys get a little pretty and you're really built to be more physical? Yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously I'm not the coach nor the coordinator, so I can't really speak to, you know, as far as percentages. But I know that, you know, when I come to the sideline and I feel like, you know, whether there's a lull and what we're doing out there or we just lose um, that rhythm. Yeah. That running the ball is going to get us back on that rhythm. And what I will say about Matt, he's he's always pulled me aside and said, hey, look, if you feel like, you know, there's some runs out there that we need to be running or, you know, different things that we need to be doing to kind of um, 
establish that dominance in the run game and let me know. So he's always been open to um, suggestions uh, when it comes to the run game, if we're not running enough. Uh, but I've always been an advocate of uh, Aaron Jones and giving him the rock, whether it's yep. in the run game, the screen game, flexing him out, throwing him the ball. I mean, the guy is uh, he's special. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you're you're really a, a thinking man's play. Aaron Rodgers is one of the smartest guys that's ever played. You are one of the smartest guys I ever have on this show that's played. You're very unique. That that a lot of guys, they're in it, they're quick, they make their money, they go on, they do stuff. Both you guys, you see the world much differently. I think it's one of the reasons we always bring on the show is that you have a different perspective. And that Aaron is unique. And I've said this before. Brady's obsessed with football. Manning's obsessed with football. I'm like, I don't think Aaron is. He just loves football and he's great at it. Do you think sometimes the criticism of Aaron is, how unfair is it based on the fact that he's kind of being his true self, his true self, he's a little bit of an explorer, he's a little bit of an independent dude. If he, was, if he wasn't doing this, he'd be in an alternative band playing, you know, guitar. Is that, do you watch the criticism of, of him sometimes and think, man, you guys are way off base? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when you don't know a person personally, really, it's, it's really open to interpretation based on, a lot of things that are being said by people that don't actually know him or are with him on his day to day. He's a guy that's very cerebral. Uh, he has his own, you know, frame of thinking and how he wants to go about things and how he chooses to operate. And uh, what I can say is that he's just, you know, one of those true competitors that, you know, is obsessed with the game and, and sees it a certain way. And, uh, and I think he goes about his life, you know, in that, in that same manner. So, um, you know, obviously over the last five years, I've been able to um, develop a relationship with him and we've grown, you know, pretty close here. And, um, you know, it's definitely something that uh, you have to be here to feel it. You yeah. know, it's hard to kind of get a get a beat on what he's thinking or how he's, you know, what he is thinking about if you're not here with him. So, um, you know, we just both laugh at uh you know, what people have to say in the media because it's so far off. You know, earlier in the season, he would bark at his young receivers, and I didn't have a problem with that. Um, you know, the body language stuff, I did feel both were from small schools, and it's hard to go from Reno to playing the Vikings on the road. Like, that's a big ask. During that growth process with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, did you ever take him aside? Did you ever say, hey, young dog, this is just the way the league is. He's going to bark sometimes. Because they've obviously grown immensely over the last – Christian Watson's exploded in the last month. But it, during the process, it got a little chippy. Everybody's taking shots. Did you ever take the guys aside and say, hey, this is just it, man. I've been in this league 17 years. It's a process. Yeah, for sure. I, I think naturally, like, if I'm being honest, I, don't, I can't remember a certain time where I've just, like, pulled both of them together and just gave them this lecture. But – I think, you know, when we're out there practicing or, or playing games or in a meeting room and, you know, A-Rod is kind of getting his um, – giving his two cents to these guys about how he sees the game and what he expects out of them, um, you know, obviously it's going to be tougher because you're dealing with a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? right. So it's not going to be the same as, as if you got drafted to a team with a quarterback – who hasn't really accomplished anything. Right. A-Rod has accomplished so much, and he has um, sort of, you know, his view and his way. And if you're not about that, then it's probably not going to work out for you here. Right. right? So um, 
I think as far as that's concerned, the learning curve is different. But once you get it, it's going to make you a greater football player, but also a greater person because you're going to go through these situations that are going to make you better um, through the process. So, and, and that's what it's been. Finally, um, and you, you're you're somebody that uh, your background will be interesting here. I I am for college players getting paid, transfer portal, name, image, likeness. I think there needs to be some guardrails. Guys can't, you know, it, it got a little wild, wild west. But what I really worry about is that young people will go to the program that pays them the most. And some of these college coaches, they're car salesmen. They can't coach. They can sell. They can recruit. They can't coach. And I think to myself, if I'm a quarterback, I'm going to Lincoln Riley. I'm going to a Chip Kelly. I'm going to, you know, a Ryan Day or a Harbaugh. Like, that's what I'm doing. But they may not offer as much as somebody else. Do you look at the NIL and think to yourself, I mean, how would you do it if you – I don't know what your background was – would you go money? Would you? And it's easy for me to say, don't take all the money, right? Here I am on my platform. You tell me what you would have done. I think, um, you know, for me, obviously, born on the east side of Long Beach, you know, raised in the inner city. We didn't have a lot. Um, went to Long Beach, probably did my thing. But if it was my time, you know, and NIL was uh, alive back when I was playing, I think that, you know, I would – probably chase the coach versus chase the money. Like you're still going to get a little money. And obviously I went to UCLA. So the money and opportunities for um, collaborations are going to be there. Yeah. But I, I'm really chasing the coach, especially because I want to play at the next level. Um, I think if I don't, if the next level is not, you know, if I don't have any aspirations for playing at the next level, then, okay, let me go try to get this bag and, you know, develop these relationships with people that, are going to help me after college if I'm not going to the NFL. But I think if you have aspirations to go to the NFL, chase the coach, the money's going to be there. Um, but, yeah, that's how I would have done it. Yeah. Well, he may be a California guy, but he loves Lambeau when he, the Dome teams come. Here come the Lions and the Vikings, couple of comfortable Dome teams <laughs> coming to Lambeau. Bring it on, baby. That's right. Bring it on. Congrats on an amazing career. Happy holidays to you and your fam. One of the really good guys in this Thank league. You. Thanks, man. Thanks, Mercedes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Colin. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.